Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Etenayer, and this week we have something special for you. We are joined by the 2023 Lancaster Archery Classic Senior Open Champion, Kurt Neistetler, and the 2019 and 2020 Ohio ASA Champion, Eric Eskins. We are also joined by our guest host, pro staff member, Andrew McClure. First, we introduce the guys and discuss how they got started into archery. Then we get into some of the advancements that they've seen in archery since they began, and we get into Kurt's experience at the Lancaster Archery Classic, ultimately coming home as the Senior Open Champion. And finally, we discuss local ASA events with Eric, what our current bow setups look like, and how archery is a very inclusive sport where people from all ages or skill sets can compete. Please welcome Kurt Neistetler and Eric Eskins. All right, everyone. Like I just mentioned on the intro, we are uh, over here at Hebron today. Again, Ben makes fun of me for staying live, but we are live in person right now, not when this airs, um, with a special group of guys. uh, You know, so around to my left, we got Andrew McClure, which has been on the show several times. He's a regular now at this point. Good buddy Eric Eskins. I said that right, right? Yes. Eric we, Eric and I have shot a little bit of archery together, right? If he was a good buddy, you'd know his last name. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess. I just like to beat him up on the 3D course. Yeah. And then Kurt Nystetler. Yep. All right, cool. And now that one, you I get just that, learned. You just, learned, just learned. Well, you know, I can appreciate having a hard last name. You know, I've lived my whole life with that. So, yeah. you know, not all of us can be uh, like a Smith. You know, or Brown. Yeah. Or Brown. Or Johnson, for that matter. And so the man with the plan back there, Ben Johnson, ben. he's the he's the Jamie today. So um, similar to what we had, we you know we got too many guests and not enough microphones. And Ben said, you know what, I got all this sweet camera equipment back here. I'm going to play with it. So we'll have him uh, pull up all the uh, weird alien uh, documentary stuff like Jamie so does for Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah, like Ben, pull that up. Make sure Google that for us. Make Can sure that Google he's not that? lying. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Well, fellas, thanks for coming in. Andrew kind of set this up, and I appreciate him kind of setting this up. Uh, you know, Kurt obviously had a, a big weekend a couple weeks ago, and yeah. so we were going to talk about that a little bit. But um, before we get too far, Andrew, everyone kind of knows you, but give a quick uh, 30,000 view of Andrew McClure, and then we'll go into Eric and then Kurt, just kind of your background. Yeah, yeah. So my background is uh, archery-based, um, archery-based hunting uh, in the outdoors. So uh, and then kind of partnering and, and joining uh, Vance's here. It's just been fun. So it's just, I'm a big gear junkie, always trying, questioning, and trying to understand the processes of uh, a lot of gear and uh, products that come out uh, just to, if it allows me to hunt more comfortably or if it gives me any um yeah, if it just gives me any benefit. Yeah, so sure. I'm just stacking the stacking the cards in yeah, your favor. Yeah, trying to give me some better odds. Sure. It's always the uh, the deer always win. Oh, for sure, ninety nine percent of the time. Especially this and year. And so uh, if I can stack it in my favor and just uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. So yeah, I'm just a an archery hunter, gear junkie. Uh, yeah, and so that would be my probably thirty thousand. And pro staff member right here at Vance Outdoors. That is true. So, yes. We like having you on. He gives a good perspective of everything. Eric, we've shot in a couple times. We have. Um, especially down there at Shane's shop at Fairfield yep. Outdoors, um, which Friday night, you find me at the 3D range. But let's go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of give a little bit of background about yourself, man. Okay. I'm Eric Eskins, and uh, I got into archery through deer hunting. 
a lot like everybody else. You know, you start out when you're young, shooting a bow, uh, getting into deer hunting, you know, I was terrible at it. So for a mindset, hey, man, you need to check out 3D. You need to go shoot some targets and get better. You have to shoot deer because I, I was terrible. Uh, so I took up 3D to try to get better to shoot deer. It worked. And uh, here I am. Yeah. And he didn't tell you that it was just like last year. Right. Yeah, he started <laughs> last year. <laughs> Man, you got to quit. Yeah. Huh. I got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. yeah. That was quick. I love it. Eric is definitely the guy when you're going down there to shoot on Friday night that you want Shane to randomly uh, pair you with. Yeah, on a good night. There's the nights good... that uh, it's it's not so good and you don't want my pairing yeah. for sure. Yeah. The uh, the one day we I was paired up with Brandon. I don't know how yeah, this worked out, but that. he shot like the best the best oh, round did. of his night life that day. Let's get to Kurt. So Kurt, thank you for joining us. You're the man of the hour today. Yeah, you oh, are the yeah. so you're you're our you're our special guest. Eric okay. is too, but Kurt's definitely <laughs> got some <laughs> not as special as yeah, Kurt. Kurt's better yeah. right now. <laughs> Kurt, go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Uh, Kurt Nysettler. I uh, shoot archery. Uh, been in it for oh, forty plus years. Just shooting. You know, starting out bow hunting like everybody else uh, it was more of a seasonal thing and then uh, got into it a little bit more and started the 3d uh, back a number of years ago uh, and went from there to spots and anything else so you can shoot an arrow sure and we had talked a little bit before we got started recording i mean when we talk about a little while ago it's it was a good bit and you we you talked about some of the innovation and stuff that you've seen throughout the year especially mm-hmm. when you look at all these bows behind us and just oh, how yeah. much they can shoot themselves almost it seems at this point but yeah. uh if you can kind of address on just some of the stuff that you've seen over the years as you progress through archery no everything from the you know before the fiber optics ever came out you know you just had a little pin with a little spot mm. of uh paint on it, yeah, yeah paint on it and uh you know you went from fiber optics and and everything and the lighted fibers and sure. and you just keep on going to rest you know like i was telling you earlier yeah. we actually built our own fall away rests in the years before they ever actually made them and it was right out to the type of targets you shoot you know and the bales and stuff where the bales were made out of compressed cardboard and you'd shoot a bale until you shot the cardboard yeah no doubt and then throwed it away and then then you were hunting a place to find more cardboard cardboard and put a strap around it and shoot it some more that's awesome and the funny thing is he's he's saying all that and he's got a 10 point sitting right above him that would probably shoot through 18 bales of cardboard before they'd even (laughs) slow down so yeah things have drastically changed for sure especially for the crossbows oh my gosh mm. yeah with the compounds sure. what do you think's yeah. advanced the most oh the cams the cams are just unbelievable yeah. i mean you know uh the the cam before was just like a little round wheel cam yeah and it wasn't much to it it was it almost had more of a steady pull all the way through and not much of a valley yeah and, and when you so it's a pot, when you say valleys are you talking like let off yeah the let so off like in you're the back. holding yeah, it's never we considered that the it. valley okay. years ago yeah. and you know, and, but, and then, you know, the limbs, I mean, they made limbs nowadays, you know, when they first come out with carbon fiber limbs, mm-hmm. it was like, what, oh, yeah. you know, that was the greatest thing ever, you know, cause you had limbs that were more matched, you know, it wasn't just, you know, you get two limbs. Well, we'd try them top and bottom back and forth. And then you had to tiller tune them just to get the limb to bend the same top and bottom. Yeah. I mean, it was all that stuff. And this is all for 
accuracy. Accuracy. This, and that was that was for hunting for anything, you know. Okay. I mean, the best shot you could make is what you tried to do. So yeah. I love it. I love it. And it's, uh, <laughs> hearing him talking about, like, just the um, – my very first compound bow, I remember it was uh, one that was given to me. I wasn't even really into hunting or anything, but I had just moved to Thornville, where mm-hmm. kind of the area that I live now, probably 12 or 13 years old. I was in middle school. And that pin that you were talking yep. about was basically just a – I don't even know how you describe it outside of a metal pin that had, like, the knurling on the end. With threads. And it had yeah. a, so you it had a, left and right. Yep. And yep. it had the, the white paint dot. On it, and you had three yeah. of them, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was like you said, you, the the uh, limb saver pucks and all that stuff. Now it's just like yeah. that stuff is completely yeah. off. I think at one point, point they were hollow, weren't they? Oh, I don't know. I mean, mine yeah, was solid of brass. A, I think. Yeah, was, you know, I've what? seen them where it was just a metal ring out there. Even okay. Yeah. Even now, that, so, now yeah. some of the feeder shooters did that. They had a ring with a dot sitting out there because that would align because they shot the round bales. Well, that would align one of the colors of the circle. Yeah. You know, because you went from yellow to red to blue to, you know, all the way out black and white. So they would have that and they'd slide it in and out to get it to the circle oh, with man. the pin in the middle. And that helped a lot of the FIDA shooters. Yeah. Now, when yeah. you say uh, FIDA, for the, someone that wouldn't understand uh, what like, that is. Like what? 90 meters. 90 uh, meters. Uh, yeah, so like there's Olympic, Olympic style. style Olympic style. Yeah. So field arc. Mm-hmm. Field archery i think is yeah then those bows are just a, a completely different yeah but, almost than yeah. what everyone than these like the current compounds yes yeah mm-hmm. oh, but cool. they did have a compound side of it too that okay. we shot it so it wasn't all just recurves it was compounds too so and then for the feta like when you're what was the diameter like when you're trying to shoot a tin ring what was the size of that at 90 meters? It would have been 120 centimeter target, which is the whole target. And But it was probably, uh, I'm going to say, six inches across to the 10 ring. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's still dialed. That's still, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's dialed. Well, if you, if, you take the, if you take the regular Vegas target we shoot today and you, you kept bringing it out to 60 yards you know let's say at 20 and then 40 and then 60 mm-hmm. it's the exact same size but it just grows in, in increments the for the distance so technically the the difficulty or the tendering is proportional out, at, out, 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 out to 60 oh, okay. out, out to 60 now from then on that's when it that's gets, when it changes yeah when it gets tougher you're using that same is. size from 60 on out to 90 so. okay so going along with these vegas targets you just Came back from Lancaster, PA. Yep. Yeah. Had a national tournament. Yep. Yeah. That was really cool to watch that kind of unfold yeah. a little bit just from the outside looking in. I know, I think Eric and uh, you were Pete, there. You were there. Pete was there yep. too, right? Pete. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, Pete, Brian, I think was there. Yeah. Brian yeah, was. Yep. Seeing that guy, seeing that stuff on social media. And those, mm-hmm. man, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, for sure. That's a sweet shoot. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So explain the Vegas target. Yeah, and then we'll kind of go into the shoot a little bit. It's just the they can have a vertical, which is a three spot, okay. straight up and down, and or uh, a three spot, which is a triangle. Okay, and yep. that's what we've been shooting out there. A couple of years ago, we shot the vertical, the straight up and down. And okay. so they can change it year to year. They and they did okay. from back then. Yeah. And then that that ten ring is four centimeters. Yeah, it's Correct. yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, I always refer to the, the or the the X as the size of a dime. Okay. okay. If you if you think of a dime, yeah. that's what size the X is. Okay. And yeah. is what you're trying to do is shoot a perfect score to make it to a shoot down, and a perfect score would be a three thirty. Yes. So it's three yeah. arrows, ten ends. Yep. Okay. 
Um, yeah. On, yeah, but it's a 600 round. They do they do a full 600 okay. when they do that that shoot. And that's for qualifying? That's for qualifying. Okay. So in the senior the, uh, that I was in, you had to do uh, 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 the top 16. They only allowed 16 of us into the shoot down. So we had to qualify in the top 16 okay. to advance into the shoot down. All right. So getting back into that Vegas thing again, I think a lot of people from what we sell um, is we don't we're not really doing much of target stuff here. I mean, a lot of what our clientele base here is simply hunting based. Mm -hmm. I mean, look around me. I may have two target bows total. Sure. And um, so the Vegas target and just to kind of help clarify this a little bit for some people that may not know is what you would think of as like a traditional archery target that you would see at your gym your gym practice yeah, it's, it's the, like blue, the blue the yellow yep. the red it's one your, big bale mm, yeah yep. one big bale it's yes yeah, for people that would think of like um i almost say like a clip arty image of archery yeah. right mm-hmm. that's the generic, that's the, the generic yep. blue yellow yep. mm-hmm. red so give people a better idea of kind of what that is now you had mentioned the 600s and the 300s and you had mentioned like shooting perfect scores or whatever 330s so there's 10 rounds Tent, what we refer to as ends, ends. but essentially that's just a round if you yep. will yep. Right. and you're trying to shoot obviously nothing but tens yeah outside of that you would have a nine and eight yep. etc until you're, well, you're off. and you have the x in the middle which at lancaster is an 11 an 11 yes so that's where you're getting that extra point for yes. your your, mm-hmm. your ends so if we can um because you hear about shooting x's all the time or mm-hmm. you know 24x Spots. yep andrew may get like a 10x in oh, one right. day if i if, <laughs> yeah if i can break actually a 15x i, I mean yeah. i am going to get dessert somewhere like and that was a miracle and essentially what you're talking about when you say that is that particularly like down in Lancaster where you guys mm-hmm. are shooting, Lancaster, Ohio, where you guys are shooting, you're, you're just saying I shot a 10, but I was also shooting an X. Yes. Okay. So just to give them an idea that, yeah, it was a 10, but it was even better than a 10 because right. I was it like was, within a dime. It was the yeah. center of the 10. And the yep. distance on this is 20 yards, correct? Mm-hmm. 20 yards. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. So from and, go, go yeah. Ahead. And I, and I don't shoot competitively like these yes. guys do, but I got into it. I mean, with our clientele of being a bunch of hunters, sure. it was, I wanted to put myself in stressful situations uh, to make sure I don't miss on the game that we're trying to to take. Yeah. So hopefully none of this conversation gets lost on, uh, if a hunter's listening to this, they're like, I don't shoot spots. Very Moving good point. On. That's a very good point. Yeah. So trying to, the reason I shoot spots is to better my hunting and give me that second nature yes. and that confidence. Uh that you, you're not thinking about it. Everything that you've repetitively done on your shooting lane, yes. uh, when it comes to that, you've just done it so many times, you're confident yes. with it. So no, I just wanted to make sure we, we got no, that. No, I'm glad you said that because that is a very good point. Yeah, if you're a hunter, and and you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat philosophy mm-hmm. too. What else am I going to be? The season just ended last weekend. Yep. What the hell else am I going to be doing right now that's going to keep that um, – that drive or that passion, if you will, to, to perform. I mean, yeah, I could go shoot one of these block targets and not care. Yeah, right. But until I put myself in that stressful situation where, these guys, where I'm yeah. having a thousand people stare at me, I'm the only person on the stage. I mean, try 10. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm trying to shoot Eric's arrow at a 3D, like what yeah. we had talked about before, mm-hmm. that little bit of, just that little bit of extra competitiveness, mm-hmm. and that edge and that wanting to, uh, outside of competitive, I can't think of the word off the top of my head, but, you know, just that extra little bit of drive. 
It's like to get your heart rate to get your heart heart rate up. It's like a little bit of pressure. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, I might only be a mid, low to mid two ninety shooter, but you've told me before, like you you guys shoot three hundreds occasionally. I mean, I don't. I've never seen you guys not almost shoot a three (laughs) hundred. But when I lined up next to you, your 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 comment to me is, "Make me beat you." Like, so don't let it get in your head either. I mean, it's such yeah. a mental challenge and a mental game that staying present with the shot mm-hmm. and, and understanding all the parameters of that shot and then accomplishing it. Sure. And it's uh, that's what helps me in hunting. And form. And form. I mean. Your form is critical. Yeah, you don't get to 300s with. Bad form. With shoddy form. No. Um, at, at, at all. Yeah. No, not in that. And then even on the mental side of things, you know, Kurt was talking earlier, you know, Joel Turner, rightfully so, gets a lot of credit on a lot of those practices that he teaches about surprise shot and stuff. And then you hear Kurt, who's been doing it for, <laughs> I don't want to put too many years <laughs> on you, yeah. a long a long time, yeah. He's, yeah. he's saying the kind of the same things. And so it's like, well, it's that's been cool. around. It's yeah. been around. It's just not been spoken. So so getting to Vegas. Yeah, let's get back to that. Yes. So we you've qualified. So you've shot two 300 rounds, correct? Yeah, at Lancaster. At Lancaster. Yeah. And then they take your... The top 16. The top 16 and the senior class. How do they divide out all of the, the individuals in your class to get to the top 16? Well, they they just take them and they have a method that they take from high to low. And I, I take it as they fold it. And if you took the highest and the lowest in the first round. Okay. So I had to shoot against number 16 because oh, yeah. I, I qualified number one seed going into it. I was, I was, not, by the way, that was phenomenal. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had, I had enough points compared to the other guy that I was number one. So the first time they, I, I think of it as a piece of paper and you mm-hmm. fold it. Okay. And it's a typical term, term. And then yeah. it's, it's a shoot down or like a shoot that's, up. Th- that's still a shoot down. Okay. So you're shooting and you're still trying to find the, the final four. Okay. So you, you'll stand out there and you, the one, you'll be lined up. They'll have you set up and you go to this bale and I'll shoot against this guy. There's four of us on there. And then the next two are below me uh, on the bale and they're shooting against each other. Well, the winners are the first two matches, you know, we, we, and you only shoot four rounds of so three. Four ends. Okay. Yeah. So you're ends. shooting those. And, and then when you, if, whoever wins that, we stayed on the same bale and shot against. Okay. I shot against the winner okay. of the okay. other. Of the other guy. And so uh, it weeds out pretty quickly. Oh, about yes, yeah. yeah. Sure. And just field just, drops in half every round. Yeah. Yeah. every round. Okay, every round. so that's over twenty minutes. I mean, pretty yeah. quickly. It goes yes. pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then ended up. Uh, I shot the other guy for the next chance to go on, and there were, like it was eight, and then it went, and I beat him. So I was one of the four. So they take. All of your points through the whole weekend. So my going to the qualifying mm-hmm. round, and they took those points and then the other ones, and that puts you into the final four, okay. and, it, and it lets you who is, you know, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Because four and three is going to shoot against each other. The winner of that goes to two, two. Okay. and the winner of that goes to the to the number one. And I ended up with all my points i ended up number one so i went into the finals 
as as a number almost one. like a buy if you will yeah if you're so thinking you got like, three buys almost yeah to like, that yeah, yeah, like traditional step in right yeah. at the end well but yeah. there is there is a chance that a guy you know can get on a roll and once he gets he comfortable in there oh yeah he he can roll right in and so and you see that a lot it, yeah. yes. so when we see that and like so say everyone looks this up on youtube this is the Two stages hitting the two targets yeah. under the lights. Yeah, this I, is I, the, call, I call it standing on the box. Standing on the standing box. On this the box. is the championship, basically. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And so you got to come out last. Yes. So I watch the uh, other guys shoot. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you know, in that case, I was guaranteed a second. Oh, okay. You know, first or yep. second. So, so the guy, the guy that was actually in second, he has. When he walks out, he's guaranteed a second or a third sure. if he went out right then. So, you know, it's kind of the better you shoot all day, the better you're going to be yeah. at the final four. Yeah. So you kind of make your check at the, during the long part of the day. Okay. And yes. then you get to that So it's like point. making it to Sunday on a uh, golf. Yeah. 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 Golfing. Yeah. yeah. And, sure. and really, it seems to me like the first part of it is almost the easier part, the 600 round. Because you don't know who you're shooting against. They're sure. just you're this guy and every guy in a row. And how many mm-hmm. people are on that line when you're trying to do your qualifiers? Oh, there's got to be 300 on on the line on the one side. Yeah, Jeez, I mean, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, close, and so, how about how, I mean, that can be stressful in itself. How close are you guys? I mean, it's your guys are. I mean, it's what, very what tight it? quarters. Two foot box. Yeah, maybe. It's yeah, two tight. foot because it's a yeah. four foot target down there. So yeah. He, the, now he, he says it's easy to qualify on Saturday. Now, well, no, I, that's, <laughs> I say years, that's that's the easier and I part. Qualified for Saturday. Yeah. And this so, is so. and this is and coming from fairly decent. clearly I'm not good enough to qualify yet. The nerves, I think, get me. I get over there. It's the environment. Oh, sure, man. It, now, the event itself is super fun. So, you know, it's, it's worth the drive. Okay. It's worth the time. It's worth the money. Anyway, if you've never and been. And that's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yes. yes. Lancaster Archery Supply. Yeah. Which is yeah. obviously one of the yeah. bigger, the yeah, biggest Yeah, it's a Spooky sport. Nuke sports arena. Yeah. 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 Spooky Nuke. Yeah. 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 Now, Kurt, obviously, it's easy to qualify. He steps in there and does what he does. I mean, yeah, he's he, pounding. But I get over there and I get nervous. And, and to make Saturday is like, that's the one thing I want to do is make Saturday. But to go in there okay. and hold nerve and. But yeah, I mean, get, you'd have to get nervous. I would get nervous. Oh. I mean, like you said, when we just go on Tuesdays and we're shooting against sure. ten people, in the back You're of my nervous mind, in there. yeah, in the back yeah. of my mind, I'm like. Man, who's the person eating chips watching yeah. me? Why are they yeah. here? Yeah. Like you're like, just <laughs> oh, let sure. me shoot. Yeah. I don't want to like how do you hear the cool. conversation at the cash register? <laughs> yeah. How do you even hear it? Why <laughs> do you even know? Why am I listening yeah, to that? You're like my peeps <laughs> twisting. Well, there's a shoot going on. Right Shut up. Like, yeah. Let's let's get this over with. Well, not to mention the fact that now you're at Lancaster and you have literally Every single person's got a pro a pro shooter jersey on, and right? You're yeah, I mean you got I mean, some big names. You shoot, oh, they, you shoot one nine, and you might as well go home. And they put know, them like, on the bail with you. They do not separate the pros there. Is yeah. it alphabetical? Um, no. I can't no. say for sure no. how it's they. Just random. I don't know if it's yeah. It must be a random Could wheel. You, I mean, pull. like literally, imagine like us. Not obviously, Kurt's on the older on the old senior class, but imagine like you shooting and Levi Morgan is sitting right next to you. I'd pinch his butt. <laughs> <laughs> you know be, what I mean? Like, it's no just way like, I'm letting him get a bizarre. clean break. <laughs> he, every time yeah. he goes to release, he's like, "Oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. You'd you have know, to. to go back to that. I was in there practicing the other, uh, one of the days we were, yeah, I had a practice going on. Sure. And, uh, 
uh, Bodie Turner and yeah. Uh, yeah. Kyle Douglas were shooting on mm-hmm. the same bale right next to me. I had a conversation and, with them. Yeah. And yeah, and just sit there and talk to them and this and that. And and Kyle was, you know, giving jabs to Bodie and Bodie was giving back. back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So and, and, you can do and that Kyle when you're that good. Yeah, Kyle, yeah, yeah. Kyle was talking to Joel and he was right there. I mean, everybody's right there. You can yeah. be shooting at, the, at anything and all of a sudden a pro will walk right up to you and start shooting right next to you. And I think that's the cool thing of this indoor season or shooting the spots is yeah. it's very inclusive. Yes. It's uh it's very inviting of it's I don't know what many other sports realistically well, that you'd be sport. on the yeah, yeah on like, the line yeah. with a pro. You're not shooting and, and they're casually enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. you're you're not yeah. shooting three throws with LeBron. You know what I mean? No, like you're no not chance. You're, but you can do that with a Bodie or a Joel or yeah. you know Levi or whatever. You know, yeah. Name your name or your guy. Kyle or Douglas. Kyle yeah. Douglas. Yeah. yeah, like name your guy. Yeah. yeah, a lot of them are approachable at any time. Too. Yeah, yeah. social media. Okay. Yeah, and, we and have they, they would they would just sit there. You know, if you had a question for them, yeah, you know, you know, they would. A lot of those guys are just that easy. To, they they were us. Or sure. you guys years ago, yeah, yeah younger yeah. guys and and able to just you know they're out there shooting and having fun and they just do it professionally now. Yeah, so, so let's get people. the word out. Yeah, so we he, we talked about Vegas. He goes through the shoot down or the yeah, he's at the shoot down. Yeah, and you we won. wouldn't have had him on if yeah. he was on yeah. second. We have <laughs> yeah the, the yeah. right national yeah. champion. So he yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I ended up winning it. Yeah, had a, had a good round. Shot shot uh, some. Thirty and twos, you know, okay. I, uh, it, you know, and as it, there they call them thirty-two. Yeah, but it's a combined score of all three shots to make it. And yeah, that, so that's yeah. three tens, two of the arrows. Hit yeah, an X. or or two X's and a nine. You know, oh, okay. or for a thirty-one. So they're yeah. almost using that yeah. X as a bonus point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so you can you can get a little bit back, which you know. Uh, there was a couple of shots I didn't make quite as well, but I had enough of the X. How I, how nervous were you? You oh, come out of the tunnel. Yes. Yeah. It's dark, right? Yeah. You the said first you couldn't oh, even see where you're going. I was afraid of tripping. Yeah. That was you the worst thing. You don't want to trip thing. over cables. Yeah. Yeah. So you step out into this light. And the guy sticks a camera in your face. everybody's <laughs> looking at you. Camera in your face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, God. I mean, you've never been there before. Never been there. What was pump-up there. song? You get on the stage. <laughs> do you have a, yeah, do you yeah, have a pump-up up song? Yeah, walk-up music? they should no. need yeah. an entry music. Yeah. They need some walk-up music. Yeah, for sure. Like a baseball player. What's your favorite song? We're going to get some walk-up music for you. I don't know how he did it, but he stands up there and stones the first one inside out. So I'm watching it on and YouTube. And I'm like, I, it's Kurt. It That's is. what he does. I yeah. even, it was so cool. It's like my wife, I had to bring my wife into the living room. I'm like, you got to check this out. And she <laughs> walks in. She's like, "That's Kurt." Like, I, I yeah. know who it is. And we yeah. had a watch and party like, at the bow shop, and I mean, when he yeah. hit that first one down the middle, I mean, the whole bow shop was, "Yeah, you know, I mean, we, yeah, thought, you, we, we thought he won it right there." Yeah, you know? exactly. It was just the first wins. arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it. draw, and it was. As steady as a rock. So, what's your thought process? What's going through your head? No, you got to keep everything right there. Like I was telling you earlier, in the front of your mind, you have okay. to, you know, like the Joel Turner thing. You know, there's a lot of that going on, but it's it's what you build up through the years of what works for you. Okay. You know, yeah. you you just think. Well, and and I I even told these guys. I said, it's like having tunnel vision. You have to take 
everything out of the equation except for that target and just looking at it and saying to yourself, what do I do, you know, the best when I'm target shooting? And it could be the same thing as when you're hunting, like you were talking about before. You're looking at a burr right there on the side of that that deer. And that little burr is what I want to hit. Well, to me, I'm bringing it in there and I'm wanting to hit just that. And it's almost like it's right there and it's gone. And so there's really not much more but just that thought of what you're doing and and how to accomplish it just being present in the yeah and there's one thing i I, i've always wanted to do more research on you hear this a lot with a lot of high-end or like um high-performing athletes is that flow state Mm. like Mm -hmm. i'm sure you've heard that it's like you just get into this because i'm a high-end yeah (laughs) (laughs) when you're trying to trying to be like (laughs) (laughs) never confuse him with the high-end athlete but like there's you know there's a real thing with this like this flow state and this like you're you're out of body experience almost at that point like you're just so ingrained to what you're doing that's you know you're 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 completely separate and you're just going through the motions and people get into this state i I think i heard it with like surfers or something where it's just like you know you're just continuing Mm -hmm. like you're on the pipe you know exactly what you need to do you're just doing it you're like you you can almost step back and watch yourself do it because you're like in that right different dimension yeah and i mean everyone there can shoot a bow Yes. And so yes. it all it's all between your ears. Yeah. You know, it everyone's is. got the form. You don't you don't get in the final four if you don't have, if you have bad form. You're not even in sixteen. A lot of people form. don't drive to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. If you or got, fly to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, unless oh, they sure. think they've got a chance. A, a chance or or, or, or or they're practiced and proficient enough to you know yeah. go do they're, it. I mean, you're not gonna pick up a bow the first time and say, Hey, no. let's, let's yeah, go. Yeah, you're trying to rank yourself nationally. Sure. Yeah, you're you're at. It's yeah, exactly. Where are you at? How good can I shoot under pressure? And can I be top 100? Can I be a right. a winner? Like right. it's like you. It, it is. It's it's, it's a pride thing, and it's a tough thing. So so which class? Let's make sure I want to spell it out because we were all kind of congratulating you there when he announced it. So Lancaster Archery Senior Open. Yeah, the Senior Same. Open National winner. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah. give people just a really good idea of yeah. He lives right down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, so you it's, can shoot with him on Tuesdays. Yeah, you can shoot he with him can. on Tuesday. Yeah. He'll take, take your money. Yes, yeah. yeah. he'll take yeah. your yeah. money. Stop, stop <laughs> into Fairfield Outdoors, and and yep. uh, you know, me and Eric will be there on Tuesdays. Yep. Yep. Hey, don't I? Mean, I'll be I making show my up. donation. I'm usually snacking. Make your donation. Right? <laughs> yeah. donate. I just come there to, yeah. to yeah. try to hit Andrew's well, arrows. And, yeah, and <laughs> a lot of people talk about it, you know, and things like that. But if it wasn't really for the group of guys you shoot with, on an everyday basis, it it kind happens you know that that you would only bring yourself up to whatever you need to be there and you have to shoot with a bunch of guys that are trying to beat you every day like you were talking you know and eric said make make me make me beat you you know yeah Yeah. i know so so you're you're out there doing that so you know i also have to give credit to you know the guys that i shoot with every weekend down to jackson ohio and i shoot against them guys and and uh, you know, if you don't need to shoot that well, sometimes you won't. But these guys, no, I won't hold yeah. anything back, and they won't hold anything mm-hmm. back because they don't want to get beat by an old guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's getting old, I'm we telling you. Yeah. That. I'm, I'm tired of donating money. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad he said that, too. Iron sharpens iron is never more true. It's like you have to be with people that can beat you at any day because it's only going to elevate your game even that much further. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, when I started – in the off season, taking practice seriously and showing up to the shop, 
uh, I mean, I with a hunting bow. I, I mean, I was when I shot a, a, a two eighty. I was like, I was pumped. And then all of a sudden, you start looking at everyone's score, and you're like, Yep, I got a lot, oh, a yeah. lot to improve on. And then yeah. all it has done over the past couple of years, and I think it's been three seasons now for me. Uh, I mean, for me to say, yeah, a, a, a mid two nineties and, and yeah. it's maybe a, a high ninety. So how does that? How does that translate to the tree stand? So you've yeah. you've came in. So you're a big time deer hunter, right? Yeah. And you come in and you shoot competition with us. Mm-hmm. You know, and you shoot some three D and you shoot spots. Mm-hmm. So have you seen the improvements from when you're in the tree and you're and you're trying to stay collected? Oh. You got a big deer in front of you or on its way in, and you know you've got to make that one shot. This is yeah. you're not dumping a quiver mm-hmm. of arrows downrange. Yeah, you, you get yeah, one you shot, get one. one chance. So has that? absolutely it's one of those things where like you'd be in the stand and sometimes you have all these things like racing through your head you're like okay i gotta get it drawn i gotta focus on this i gotta do this but your list is so long trying to achieve getting the buck right that you've messed up before yeah it's it's already walking (laughs) away or or like yeah you had too many things to think of to even process it now with being able to do this target practice and shoot these vegas shoots one big chunk of the arrow and the, and the bow, I, I, it's like, I don't even it's think about it. just happens. It's just, that just happens now, mm-hmm. um, which is great. And it's been super, it gives you so much confidence of, yeah. you can see it coming in like, instead of needing a, a six foot window mm-hmm. uh, between trees or whatnot, you, you're seeing it come and you're like, actually, if he pauses there. here, yep, I can it. put that arrow between yep, the yep. six inches. The and, and you don't even think there. about it. Yep. Yeah, you don't even think about it. You get drawn, and the repetition of those Vegas shoots when you're putting in 100 arrows in a night. When I used to practice just for myself, I would only, I don't know, maybe 10, 20 arrows sure. three times a week. And I'm like, I'm a proficient hunter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I am a, I am a yeah. good hunter. But even, even that is more than most people give it. Yeah, and that's not even fair to the animal at that point. And now I really think I'm going in mono e mono, mm-hmm. super fair, giving the animal its its credit right. and what it's what it's worth to me, mm-hmm. and being as good as I can possibly be to as humanely and quickly take take that sure. that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, you don't now. That's I'm a in good the stand. Perspective, it yeah. Really yeah is. Now I'm in the stand, and I'm just I'm when something comes in. That part of the process, I'm not even thinking yeah, about. All right. I'm thinking of is picking the spot of the deer. If, it, if it's a burr or that flick of hair in this location, if he's staying quartering to wait till he turns broad or quartering away, let him pass. You yeah. got. I'm confident enough now to like let him come into the picture, out of the picture, and I can pick that smaller gap out of the picture on a yeah. quartering away kill shot. And it's just and so did much it, easier. Did it extend your? Your shot, you know, from like twenty yards to thirty yards. Um, it you know, can, do yeah. You, do you yeah. have more confidence at the I, longer, at that extra five or ten yards that you absolutely. need to go? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would, I think, most guys should, would say yeah. forty and in, but yeah. realistically, I don't mean I don't know if I've ever actually no. taken a deer further than twenty-five, just in the spots yeah. that I hunt. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, if I needed, if I had an opportunity to hunt a field edge and the deer was at like 45, not even knowing I was there, perfect wind. Yeah. I probably wouldn't even think twice. I'd put it right in its... uh, Well, and I think going back to the fact that doing what we do a lot of too, um, like we just had Justin Ross on, Mm -hmm. shooting those 3D courses. Mm -hmm. Eric Eric can attest to this as well too. When you're shooting shooting an ASA 50 known... (laughs) <laughs> that's a, that's a poke man especially yeah. when, especially like when we were together um you guys may have seen some clips uh ben and i went with you to uh the muskingum university archery yeah 
And yeah, so, it was a lot of fun. And that first shot was wide open field. Or yeah. What was that been like a like a bison or a buffalo or something like that? I want to say there was a solid breeze. And it was a solid cross breeze, rolling cross hills. breeze, rolling yeah. hill, exactly. And so, I feel like shooting again, man. It all comes back to if you practice building people, people that pick up these bows behind us don't give it nearly as much time as they really should i yeah. mean i don't care if you're shooting 15 yards to a corn pile you still need to be able to shoot mm-hmm. and you need and ben and i talk about it all the time the, the animal deserves that respect yeah. for you to send 15 arrows downrange once yeah. a, you know even once, once a, week. a week right you know and it's like knowing because i went through that this year with the target mm-hmm. panic as mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> And uh, that video actually just released with Noah. And, you know, to put myself back in that situation, it's like I go to the shop and I'll shoot a 3D. And I'm, I'm doing like 212, 215. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. my hunting bow 3D. Yeah, and the and way they score that, it's 20 targets. It's 20 targets yeah. and I'm shooting. Yeah. not really going for 14s or anything. Right. So, to put yeah, you're just going for the 10 ring for kill kills. spot. Exactly. Right. You know, a 200 is a very solid day. And. You know, when you miss a deer at 15 yards because you're panicked or you miss, you know, that buck that walks by that would have been awesome to have mm-hmm. at 22 because you were panicked and you sent it over his back. And then you turn around and you go shoot these courses. It's just like, man, yeah. like, did I practice enough? Did no, I right. you yeah. didn't. <coughs> it's because you not. didn't deal with your nerves on the line right. like well, through the week. That's the thing. It, it, you I hear that shoot, out of a lot I of could, I could shoot a bow all the way across this building and hit what I want to hit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to pressure cooker time. Yeah, that's when the difference is. Yeah, and so you hear that through, a lot of yeah. deer hunters. They, you know, they say, you know, well, I got a target bag. I set it in the yard. I got sighted in. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't need to come in there. Well, you know, you pressure your shot mm-hmm. and see if it still performs. And then, you know, why do we shoot 3D? Well, they got the kill rings, right? Mm-hmm. They put them right in the kill zone. That's where you should shoot. So that repetition of shooting 3D, you know, no matter what target they put out there, they you know, put them rings in a spot where you're supposed to shoot the animal yeah. in general, in you general, know? Yeah. Uh, so as you shoot those targets, you build that repetition, that silhouette. So when you're in the woods and you're yeah. in a tree stand, you have that deer, whatever you're hunting walks in, it's just kind of second nature to where you go. Yeah. You're naturally right? yes. drawn yeah. to that, that yep. part of the animal. Yeah. So, and that's the, that's the reps you really want, you know, practicing, not just a target bag. It's okay to hit, be able to hit a dot, but you get out there in well, the woods, and yeah. an animal's not walking around with a dot on it. You and know? it's yeah, not exactly. well lit. It's not yeah, lit. Well, it's true. not well lit. Yeah. And the other thing to think about, too, is that your footing, you're not standing on the stage like mm-hmm. Kurt was, where mm-hmm. it's flat, level ground. Right. I mean, yeah, all the elements come in. The wind. elements come in. you got downhill, uphills, wind. Sun's in your eyes. Exactly. you got a light breeze cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. So the ASA, if you want to transition into that, or you want to keep going into the uh, Lancaster stuff, that'd be... I fine. think there was one last thing, yeah. and it was... When you're for to to let everyone know when you're dealing with the pressure, you said staying present. Yep. Yeah. In front of your mind. Yep. Do you have a mantra like uh, when you get ready to draw or you put that arrow, knock that arrow? Is there no, is there I've, I've something kinda, that you four things that you think through? Well, in a way, but it's you know after a while you kind of get used to some of it. You don't have to bring it up as much. So, you know, like, you know, a lot of people, they'll want to rush into the shot. And I keep telling myself slow and just waiting for it slow. And then, you know, I'm always, I shoot a thumb release by stands and, and, uh, I'm putting so much pressure. I just put a light amount of pressure to start. And as I'm dropping into it, I feel myself 
getting into where I want to be, I put more pressure on my thumb release. So I'm constantly always saying that, you know, pressure, slow pressure. And that, and those are the two key things that I'm working on to bring it right there as I stop in the center and then it'll break. And then it because, yeah, because I've, I've went through that pressure and I'm pushing in a little bit more. And it gets to be a little rhythm, so it's kind of timing, too. So okay, for you. Yeah. a lot of guys like Eric, you can, we've shot together so much, I can watch Eric. And as he comes down, if he has a problem, it, it may be only a half a second or a second longer I could tell if he wasn't holding just right. Okay. And Eric can probably by shooting next to me, he sees the same thing. So, and he even made the comment whenever I was on the stage, mm-hmm. my whole timing that I was going through was just like at Fairfield Outdoors. It was. You could almost put a, I was thinking about it. I was like, you could almost start a stopwatch and then hit the stopwatch. And it was every shot, boom. Yeah, and that's well, how comfortable yeah, you were, and yeah. that's what you do for you know for the target that's shooting. That's tough to do, and and yeah, yeah. So and and there again, you know, it's that way. You know, if you wanted to go to three D shooting, now it's not so much if you're hunting because there's like you said you get, that window of opportunity. Yeah. So you may have to rush your shot a little bit more. That's just you know part of what you do. And I'm glad you kind of touched on that too, because you know I was having trouble with that uh, hinge release. Yeah. In a hunting situation. And spots is perfect because I can just break it. Surprise like I, I, shot. I'm, I'm my own stopwatch, right? I don't have to wait for the deer. And I think that was a lot of reasons. When I switched to the thumb when we were at yep. tack, mm-hmm. my groups went, whoosh, like, I mean, 60, 70-yard shots. And they tightened up by, like, a foot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. what? And it's, it's like that release, man. Like, it's yeah. all it's all that You got to find what works for you. Yeah, exactly. And not everything, there's not one answer. Yeah. And so it's. It's a different answer for every situation. Yeah, because you shoot a hinge, and that's a motion of kind of rolling, rolling through the shot, yeah, which a releases a sear, yeah. right? Yep. Or loosening your hand, and it kind of, and then you shoot a button, and I shoot a, a button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, and, and I so, shoot a button now. Yeah, too as well. and then, yeah. then then you have like a lot of hunters will still do the wrist, but yeah, yeah so it, there's not one right answer for it, but it's just learning your shot, coming up with a mantra or a cadence, and then practicing that on repeat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's for me. Those repetitions on repeat is and what think, accomplishes yeah. it. And it helps me be so much more comfortable in the woods. Hey, everyone. We need to take a quick break from the conversation to let you know about a few events that we're hosting this weekend. It all starts this Friday with our 21st annual in-house boat and fishing show. Stop in and hear from some pro anglers and check out all the great deals that we'll have to get you stocked up for the upcoming fishing and boating seasons. Maybe predator hunting is your thing. Friday also kicks off our 7th annual Coyote Tournament. Team registration cost is $120, with 20 of that going to help support our friends at the American Hero Hunt. Weigh-ins will be this Sunday at our Hebron location at 2pm. And finally, we're also hosting our Buckmaster Scoring Event for our 6th annual Big Buck Contest. So if you still need to get your buck scored by a Buckmaster's official scorer, you can stop into our Hebron or Lebanon locations on Saturday the 25th, or Sunday the 26th to have any shed or rack scored for just $15. But remember, only 2022 season harvest will be entered into our contest. This year, we're excited to announce the hunter with the largest archery whitetail will win a Predator Talon 750 e-bike, and top winners from each category will win a $500 Vance Outdoors gift card. 
Thanks, everyone. Now let's get back into the conversation. So, Eric, you've you've you're accomplished. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, you know you are. <laughs> what is it? Two? You got you got belt buckles, right? I've got a couple. Yeah, one of them that I that I earned really really well. I worked really hard for as in a forty yard class judging distance. Okay. And uh, I don't remember what year it is now. It's, I'm going to draw a blank on that, but. Uh, I practiced hard and mm-hmm. I shot a lot and, you know, the competition was fairly strong in the judging class that year. Uh, it hasn't been in recent years. And when you say um, a judging class. Uh, so it's unknown. Yeah. So when you step up to the, to the stake, oh, you so have to. Un- he's shooting unknown. I you have to get. Well, I'm not now. I, I shoot K50 now. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are moving away from the unknown I classes. I think so too. Um, but that's okay. You know, technology, we have rangefinders now, mm-hmm. right? Deer hunters hunt with rangefinders. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know. But. So yeah, I was judging that year, and um, I practiced, and it was a it was a long, tough year. There was a lot of close shoots, and I ended up coming out on top. The state was a lot of fun, uh, and then I won the Open Fifty class, or the which yeah, it would be Open Fifty, the yeah. unknown judging yeah. class. Now I've moved to the K Fifty since in the last three years, and I have not won that yet. Do you find there are a pile of shooters in that class? I was going to say, yeah, yeah, with the unknown. And I think we had Craig. I don't remember what episode that was, but we had Craig Holy Cross, Mm -hmm. um, pro staff member here, and he's a Muskingum University archery coach, and he shoots unknown Mm -hmm. as well. I think he won his state title. He's with Prime. Yeah, he's with Prime. Mm-hmm. He's a good dude. Uh, good shout guy, out, Craig. Yeah. We're actually going to see him Wednesday. Wednesday, we're yeah, going to so all this is tre- it's a bunch of archery talk. I'm right going to use all of Kurt stuff to uh, to beat up on those <laughs> Muskingum archers yeah. on Wednesday. But uh, but yeah, he he mentioned that same thing. You see a lot more people switching to the mm-hmm. known because they want to have a good time. Sure, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. And that unknown man, I don't know how you guys it's do tough. it. So when it's so when it it's unknown, tough. is it always fifty yards, or is it plus or minus, or can it be ten to fifty? Yeah, so it can be zero to 50 yeah. oh, okay. so they can put it right in front of each your feet or yeah. out to a max of 50 yards i think there's a plus minus on it i don't remember what it is but they can mess with you a little yeah, bit yeah they can yeah. go over a little bit if, but yes and change the target size and that really messes with you oh yeah yeah so they like distance. to do all kinds of things you'll walk out there and you might see a target that's on the other side of a creek bed or you might see a target that's down a hill or up on an off camber hill behind a couple of trees and they'll give you just a little shooting window to get there and so they like to mess with your feet, you know, yep. get you yeah. off balance. Yep. You'll see a lot of guys struggle where they shoot really well indoors yeah. on spots, sure. and then they get outside, and they struggle a little bit on, on 3D because of that. Yep. You know, all the elements come in, you yep. know, with the sun, the sure. wind, and everything. Realism. Mainly the footing, you, I think. Yeah, Realism. Or you got a guy like, you know, not to mention Levi again, but you got a guy like Levi who's polar opposite. I don't think anyone can beat him outside. He and is then, incredible. Yeah. Then, yeah, I mean, human range. But then you bring him inside. I mean, he's good inside, but, but he's sure, not. still beats me every day, all day. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, sure. He, yeah, but if you look at the like the the world top spot shooters, they are like Dan they're McCarthy, phenomenal. Dan McCarthy yes. and all those guys. And I think a lot of them. That's about all they do is is indoor. Yeah. I think they shoot some outside, but it's not like three D. Yeah, it's just to continue um, some practice. You'll see guys that do everything though. The Kyle Douglases, <laughs> they'll they they do everything. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. 3D spots. Does Jesse Broadwater do both? I believe so. Yeah. Does he do both? Because I'm not. Uh, he's he he's, he seems like he's a little bit better at spots. Not the. Oh, he's but, real good at spots. Yeah. He's not with math. I think that's where he no, made he, made he just his switched to Hoyt, mark. right? Mm-hmm. I think it's where he's made his mark. Yeah. Oh, in spots. spots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to dive into that a little bit more because that I think is something. Not everyone's going to be Kurt and go to Lancaster Archery. Right. You know what I mean? And it's gonna, it takes a lot of practice to get to that point. Um, but what everyone can do, especially our audience that lives right here in central Ohio or in Ohio in general, 
let's I want to keep talking about the Ohio ASA. Okay. Which I mean that's kind of where we it's we, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And so you mentioned unknown. So again, you're you're guessing that range whether it's downhill or uphill or you know in a creek bed or whatever. And then you have the known, where you can actually range find it. You know how far it is. You're going to dial that up. You can imagine, man, like unknown, like one yard difference. <laughs> it changes, yeah. One yard makes Think, a big difference. Well, when you mess it up, it's not one yard. It's usually like seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. you, can mess up, you can mess up big and you mess up little, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's dive in a little bit more. Like how did you get your first like introduction into just shooting ASA? Because you shoot with your wife too, right? I she do. Shoots, she yeah, shoots, Maggie, she shoots yep. ASA. She does it just, she said, if you ask her, she says she does it just so she can see me on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but for the exercise, yes. yeah. <laughs> so I got into ASA. You know, my story into 3D period was just again, like I said at the beginning, is I was a really bad bow hunter. I yeah. mean, I went. A buddy of mine got me into hunting deer, and I took a bow and I went in the woods, and you know, I think I was over five or something on deer. You know, oh, I found five. a way to fi- find deer, but hitting the deer that was the struggle. So I, don't feel, I don't feel so bad. Yeah, yeah no, no it was bad. It was really no, it wasn't trees. I mean, it was it was dirt, sky. I mean, it was everything. It was so bad. I had target panic like you've never seen. I had no idea. I mean, I was oblivious. Buddy says, Eric. We're gonna go shoot some three D, buddy. Yeah, come sat on. Sat you down, and I said, I don't know what three D is, but sure, sounds like a good time. Yeah. So we show. Uh, he he drags me out to uh, which is now performance, but it was uh, broken oh, arrow. Broken arrow. Yeah. They're having a three D shoot. Now I'm a teenager. I don't know what's going on. I pull up, field full of trucks, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. This looks like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so we get out. We it's walk like, like down there. Pull. There's you know thirty <laughs> at the time at that now that year. So I don't know what this would be. I'd been a teenager, but there was still a big turnout of just club shoots. Yeah. So I go down mm-hmm. there and 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 uh, we get signed up. He gives me my card. We get warmed up on the bags. And I'm you know, and I'm I get this like little bit of excitement. Like what is happening right yeah, now? Like jitters. people are competing yeah. and shooting bows. I thought this was hunting implement only. You know, yeah. uh, competition. I had no idea. So we get in this group and we go in the woods. And we go on this walk through the woods, and, and it was a trail hike, and we're shooting these foam 3D targets that are set in realistic hunting scenarios, yeah. and the excitement starts to build in me. Oh, and right. I'm like, man, this is this is incredible. It's it's a so teenager, much. I'd never experienced yeah. this before. Yeah. So we shoot shoot the day, and, and of course, I, again, I was bad, but I had so much fun, you know, and my buddy, he beat me like a drum, and he wouldn't let that go. So I went home, and I thought, I'll get him. And I got a target bag, and I started shooting. Yeah. Here we go. And then, yeah. Shooting yep. and shooting and shooting. We go to the next one. I call him up and say, we're doing another one. I got you. So you just time. looked him up. Yeah. So we, we started driving all over Ohio looking for any kind of club sure. shoot we could get okay. into. And uh, he, he he beat me like a drum every time. And I quickly realized that I didn't know how far away these targets was. And I didn't, I didn't realize that even mattered. Yeah. Uh, until I started losing arrows and putting them in the dirt, you know, I said, <laughs> all right, now, now I got to figure out the difference between 20 and 30 yards yeah. shooting a hunting bow. You yeah. Know? And, uh, so fast forward, uh, a few years and, uh, I get married and I kind of gave up archery for a while, but I got married and settled down, got my crazy days behind me and realized that, you know, archery was, uh, not only super fun to mm-hmm. do, but it was a good clean hobby. Yeah, it's wholesome. It is. It yeah. is. You know, fam, whole family hobby. Sure, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh and I wanted something more than just a club shoot. Like okay. I like yeah. to go to club shoots. Mm-hmm. But I'm a competitive person. I like to compete. Yeah. I want to be better than you, yeah. right? You want to be better than me. As men, we want to compete. Yeah. We want to 
we want to beat the next guy. That's why I turn your sights when you set your boat in. Right. Yeah. I mean, the dirty tricks, all yeah. of it, right? I knew something was wrong with him. Babe. I know, right? So, you know, uh, we we got to looking around and realized that Ohio, or the ASA was coming to Ohio this year, or that year, and uh, that this was going to be a season-long thing, and there was going to be a handful of qualifiers, and they are going to keep track of your score all year long, and then you were going to be qualified to shoot, not only shoot the state, championship shoot uh, but also be in contention for a shoot of the year award sure uh and that was super exciting for me something to work towards yeah something to work towards and uh it's it's uh proven to keep a bow in my hand year round yeah so and then we decided to go i think we went to the first one was it um out the club what is it help me out kurt the uh the ranch up there uh the club where, where where we shoot at the oh coon hunters coon hunters oh yeah yeah yeah, gotcha. coon hunters, yeah. yeah so they had the very oh, and first and ohio Carol. asa there yes, carol, carol yeah carol, right. outside lancaster there yeah so they had uh the first ever um asa ohio there okay and there was probably two i think they said 260 signed up shooters and for a small club like that yeah, that's, 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 that's a lot, a lot of people that's trucks pulling in the parking lot oh for so, sure um you know, they, they managed it. We went. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I fell in love immediately. It's, yeah. And ever since then, it's uh, we've, we've done it every year. So okay. Yeah, you guys run that Facebook page too, right? The um, the Buckeye. Yeah, Buckeye, Buckeye Bow Shooters. Buckeye Bow Shooters. Yeah, we try to help keep everybody current on, What's going you know, on? local shoots. It yep. gives a place for other club members to, to advertise their shoes. Yeah. Like dates and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. So and when's the time of year? When's the season? Coming up. It is. I think everything starts in March. March. Yeah. It March. depends on yep. the organization. I know IBO like nationally starts pretty early. They do like winter nationals and stuff. But for the ASA, it'll start in March, and they yeah. sh- they and have four every, shoots. Yeah, every weekend in March, you know, it starts out. Yeah. Oh wow! I'll tell you what. Now, do they have different classes of like? Uh, I know there's different distances, <laughs> but do they have like a guys can show up with a hunting bow? Yes. Oh yeah. Just yeah. broadhead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great question. There is a lot. Probably seventy five percent of them are. In the hunting boat. Most of them are, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. A, ASA does attract a lot of target shooters because of the known yardage. Yeah. So, so basically it's split. You have known and unknown. Yeah. Uh, and you'll hear people refer to it as K, K50, yeah, K40. K50, K40. So there's a class for everybody. I mean, any skill level, K40 any family. Is, you can bring your whole family popular, right? It is very popular. K40, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With the target shooters. And what they do, uh, have you been to one? No. Yeah, so, I was getting ready to ask, what's well, the so, least popular class? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe unknown. I'll, yeah, I'll unknown. enter that one. Turbo, yeah. maybe. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. Might better my odds. Yeah. Well, and just to kind of paint the picture a little bit, too, just because we, we sponsored that ASA qualifier at Muskingum. So you, let's say you have your target down there, you know, your 50-yard, your K-50. Well, there's stakes every so often. Mm-hmm. And so those, that designates every class, right? Yep. So you'll see... Similar to, oh, so it's, everyone you get a little the bit close. Target, You're using then. the same target, but there's a blue stake all the way down here, and you, okay. may, you may be shooting on the red stake, okay. or everyone might be combined so together. So it's one yeah. course. There it's might even course. there might yep. even be three yes. different three different ones using the blue stake. Yes, it may be the the bow hunter this class, mm-hmm. and but it might be the traditional class. Yes. is blue also. Okay, so yeah. numerous ones will be on its same color so stake. Yeah, so it's almost like a golf course, and you're just going. Yeah, for that's, a that's a great that's a great explanation. You get the different tees. I never yeah. thought about Absolutely. that, but that's a yeah. perfect yeah, that's a perfect analogy for somebody. Yeah, it's like Andrew, you'd be shooting off the ladies' tees. Yeah, well, well man, that's kind of <laughs> messed up. What happens if uh, yeah, if you're shooting off like the champion tees and yeah, you hit a tree, the... do you still have to go? Uh, 
You didn't get the ball past the women's team yeah. protocol. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to designate too, so we say hunting bow, and I'm not. There's people that there's certainly people there that are picking up an RX-7 and shooting an RX-7 with you know a five pin sight, but you can also shoot um, your tradition like your your quote unquote target bow per se without the sights, right? Is that sure. what it kind of boils down to? So there's all... There's limitations, we regulations. Into, yeah. We can get pretty heavy into, like, the rules of this in terms of how far your stab is or what kind of mm-hmm. stab you're using and what kind of sights, clarifiers, magnification, and Anybody all that, so. can help you with that. If you're setting yeah. up a bow at any bow shop, almost standard across the board, yep. they know the general rules. Okay. If you're wanting to do any kind of ASA shoot, IBO shoot, even a cl- now club level, typically it's bring what you shoot. It yeah. doesn't matter. Okay. But if you want to get into the ASA, just about every bow shop in Ohio can give you some general guidance on that. Or put you in the right direction pretty yep. easily and yeah. quickly. Especially that one right behind you. Yeah. And, you know, I always have a theory, you know, they call them target bows or hunting bows. Sure. It, it's a bow. It yeah. could, it For you, it may be... Uh, instead of being a 40-inch axle-to-axle, it's a 36. Sure. You shoot it better than you would a 40. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, so that to me, a bow, it doesn't command what you do with it. It shoots an sure. arrow. Oh, and, yeah. It's a and tool. And how you set it up is basically what you're going to yeah, use it for. Yeah, see, I'm glad you said that because you know this year, too, we both went 33 on the V3X. Does that help? Tell, I mean, I don't and know. well, yeah. So the, the I, I went with that V3X this year from a, a smaller axle axle bow um, mm-hmm. from the previous year, mainly because it, I'm like, you know, it's a good all purpose. If I mm-hmm. wanted to compete with the guys that are shooting 36, 38s, and 40s, mm-hmm. my bow is almost equally as tall as those. And so mm-hmm. if I outfit, larger if, cam, if yeah. I outfit it correctly, I'll mm-hmm. be able to be very comparable. But at the same time, if I want to be hunting with it, I can still hunt with it as yes. well. So. Yeah. And just all those bow parameters, it's all that's trying to do is just hold, st- helping you steady hold. Yeah. More mm-hmm. forgiveness. Yeah. So when you get those brace heights and the axle-to-axle measurements, all that's doing is just fine-tuning it for stabilization and accuracy. Yeah, correct? and for you. And, 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 and you could fit. have two people the same size, and it wouldn't be the same bow each one of them like. Okay. That's why you have all these different bows and bow mm-hmm. manufacturers. Yeah. Because what I use for spots or what I use for hunting or 3D is close to the same, but they're a little different, okay. you know. And I that's just the way I, I use it. But yeah. there again, you know, Good. everybody's a little different. Yeah. And then we can, I mean, going down this rabbit hole too, I mean, we tell people a lot all the time. It's like, yeah. Michael Waddell sells a bone collector bow and you may want to buy that because you like Michael Waddell or, you know, Levi or Chris B sells a Matthews and you're, you want to be popular like that. But at the end of the day, these bows are so damn close oh. that if you just close your eyes and shot five of them, I guarantee you, They're you nice. wouldn't be able to tell a difference between yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. They're nice. And so it, you just got to kind of find what fits you. Just what fits yeah. well in your hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And put, or put the brand name the aside. A brand name aside. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's whatever. And when I bought my last bow, uh, you know, I was shooting one manufacturer and somebody finally made a bow the way I liked it. Yeah. I seen these different parameters that I wanted mm-hmm. and I just bought it. I mean, it was what I was looking for. Sure. And, uh, not to say that somebody else didn't have one close, but it was just a couple of things that I was looking for, for that special bow. And mine basically was for a target shoot. Sure. And, and that's what I needed. And I picked it right up. For a target bow, how often do you guys switch your bows? 
do you have to switch every year to get better or can you (laughs) it's like i got a bow problem yeah (laughs) or or can you or could you technically have a bow and just get comfortable with it and learn that bow and get better and better every year that's ideal yeah yeah and if you can if you can if but there's still there's one that's going to come out that's going to have the perimeters that you want. That you're Maybe the, for. the wider yeah. limb pockets, uh, the let off adjustability, the things like that that you can do, the brace height, uh, you know, those few things. And all of a sudden they'll come out with one. Ooh, this has got a little wider limb pocket. It'll help me hold. So you may change then, but then it might be four years, five Something years, else. whatever. Yep. And it's up to you to make okay. that decision. You but know? you got to know what you yeah. like. What you like. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and starting just to and, shoot. And then there's guys, there's shoot. guys that don't know what they like and they buy a new one every year. <laughs> yeah. Eric. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes it, that's funny too. Cause I always, you always see every year, you know, bow manufacturers and I, I get, I, I love it. Like I love seeing all the new tech the new every tech, year. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's cool. That's, that's what we do. That's what we do. That's what Ben and I, you know, we're always wanting to see these bows. That's what we sell. Yep. But then you see like, you know, I, I shoot a Matthews bow mm-hmm. and, and not for any reason outside. That's just what I picked up. They haven't changed a target bow since I've gotten into arch- archery. I mean, There's if they have, it's Gen been two of the TRX, right? Little, it's yeah. been little, little small minute changes from like a Gen two TRX 38. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, like you see all these other companies changing yeah. those and stuff. And it's like, no, they haven't changed at all. Yeah, they just keep building off that TRX platform. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, to go back to that point, you know, as as a normal, I'm going to call him privateer, you know, mm-hmm. a guy that's shooting his, using his own money and not being sponsored by another mm-hmm. bow company, find what works for you regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. Tar- hunting or target it. and stick with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. develop a, develop a and pattern can, and a rhythm with it. Yeah, a rhythm. And then it's... You can still fine tune off of that. I mean, certain sites will show up different for each individual's eyes. Yeah. Um, fiber color or dots for, especially if you're shooting mm-hmm. spots, you'll put mm-hmm. a dot on your lens or, uh, so it's, yeah, you really, there's so much fine tuning to get you more and more comfortable. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I know for me, like on the hunting bow, it was just, yes, it's a hunting bow, but removing the grip and putting tape on it, it just sat in my hand left and right better it just it allowed me to grab it and it it just settled in quicker i take that brand new boat that i bought and before i ever even shot it i took epoxy and epoxy on my handle brand new bow never been shot and i will get epoxy out and mix it up and put it in the handle because i know what i'd like to feel before i ever shot it and i'll i'll get it all set in there i'll take sandpaper sand it Uh out just how i want to feel wrap it with tape and now, are you thickening it or widening it with I'm, epoxy? I'm narrowing it so to a, to a to a feel that fits right, right in, in there, right in the right down my lifeline okay. on my hand. So, yeah, I, I brand new, but uh, I don't, you know, it is, uh, you know, there you, goes you, the resale. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, but I do it, yeah, well, and then you know, it is what it is. Well, but, now that he's got the national champion, yeah, he'll be able to sell yeah. whatever he wants. Actually, yeah. I'm going to buy Kurt's. Gonna, well, well, Kurt you should come out with a grip, you yeah. know. And there again, you know, like my uh, release, I bought that one release off of you. I know, and you I know, showed I, it to you afterwards, and where I have didn't to, look like it mine anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I I put epoxy in them to get the feel that I want to have in that release. So. I got so pumped, and then I then you corrected me. I lied to my wife. I saw that release. In my hand. On the stage, and I'm like, hit that. He won. 
because that was my release. And oh, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it, it was like, a spare. Up, yeah. it, it was the backup in my in my quiver, though. Yeah, it was it. his was. So. He's like, you ding dong. Why are you confident yeah. in that? I'm uh I'm kind of geeking out right now on the gear talk. Mm-hmm. Let's hit the gear talk, and then we'll we'll see what these guys got coming up in the future. But uh, starting with Kurt, because I mean he does have the national champion in his in his, mm-hmm. in his title. Yeah. What let's just run through. Not that like we said, there's a bow for every person. Their, mm-hmm. Your setup's not going to be exactly what other people are using. But what is your setup right now from you know from peep to to field point? Uh, I use uh, just the um, what is it the. What's your, let's start off with your bow. What's, what As bow a PSC, uh, RTX is one I'm shooting right now. Okay. And I just bought for 3D, when I start my 3D season, I bought a, uh, the, uh, can't even hardly remember what it is now. Uh, the PSC. Was it the Dominator? That Dominator Duel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was going to okay. say, I remember you telling me earlier. Yeah, so it's a Dominator Duel. And, uh. I just use it because they have the new M2 cam. Sure. I was able to go and shoot the M2 cam, which is really good. So it's a lot of speed for guys like me. I don't draw any, I just draw barely 50 pounds. Okay. 48 pounds is where I like to be on my shot. Mm. So a lot of people don't have the options and I, you know, I find one that has that option and I can still shoot two eighties with, uh, with speed. Yeah. With a, a uh, 23 size arrow, you know, for yeah. outdoor 3D. Yeah. And uh, and it works out good. I shoot a CBE scope. Okay. Uh, I just have uh, an old trophy taker rest that I use. I just, I like it. It's an old fall away rest. Okay. Uh, and my release is a stands release. I use uh, stabilizers that I shoot from Fairfield Outdoors. Oh, Shane. Yeah, Shane, Shane makes those. Shane Heim. Yeah, he makes, for and he'll build them for you yep. at any length you yeah, want. Yeah, he makes some pretty good stuff. Yeah. I've seen yeah. those. I think uh, Brandon has had had some of those mm-hmm. when I saw. It, but but I shoot the the peep is like a podium peep they call it. And okay, that's you know it's got the adjustable uh, lenses that you can put in so you can go yeah. from a, a half clear up to whatever. Yeah, sure. And that's a that's an insert peep system where yep. it's yeah. you can and i had just this year switched to a system like that and did it you go specialty or did you go yeah it's a special specialty <laughs> yeah you know, so we saw i think we saw a specialty stuff a little mm-hmm. bit don't we ben and it yeah. just that allowed me to a for in, indoors and outdoors change it change that peep so it, al- it aligns with my housing and it mm-hmm. allows me to get that front and rear alignment much quicker yeah uh, and more dialed and, yeah and it's, a little, it's a little pricey but it makes a big difference for sure because you like you said you can you can tweak mm-hmm. it I mean, yeah. you can go wide open for, yeah, you can for open it up or, different inserts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. what about you eric what do you got this year so far uh right now i'm shooting elite result 38 okay uh i'm also shooting a cb <clears throat> site housing uh my bars are Shane's. Yeah, Eric, he's got the vid. Oh, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> struggling <laughs> over here. It's <laughs> tough. Uh, yeah, so I'm shooting Shane's bars. I'm also uh, the the CB. Uh, it's an old Vertex, I think, is what I have on mine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, trophy taker blade rest. <clears throat> this is my target setup. I also shoot uh, the other Elite bow. What is that? The Ritual 35 they made. Oh, yeah, the Ritual. That's a nice rig. It's uh, it's fast. And it's an older model. But uh, it's it's zippy. I think I'm going to use it for tack this year. Okay. Do you shoot that for hunting or do you shoot that for 3D too? Both. But, oh, okay. Yeah, I love that bow for hunting. Okay. Uh, I like a 35-inch bow uh, for hunting. I know, I you know, when I'm in the tree stand, I'd prefer a, I don't know, 32, 30 maybe. Uh, but the problem is, 
you know, usually when you're in a tree stand, if yeah. you have any kind of thing around you, getting yes. that downhill shot. Uh, so the 35 can, I can see problems there sometimes mm-hmm, with sure. it. Uh, but for the most part, it, it's a nice stable platform at that ATA. Yeah. Uh, if you do any kind of like ground blind hunt or anything like that, it's great for that. Okay. But yeah. for also for like downrange shooting tack or uh, mm-hmm. or just club level, if I want speed, uh, my ASA rig that uh, 38, it's not super fast. But for known distance, uh, shooting ASA, it's great. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Have you tried out that Omnia yet? I shot it and I immediately handed it off to somebody else. And said I cannot. I can't oh, really? Anymore. I love it. I think it's great. He just doesn't want to buy it. He's like, yeah. I gotta set it down. I'm gonna it. wait. It's pretty slick. I might end up with one. It's. I like it. It's. Uh, I like yeah. it a lot. What's the? What's the carbon though? I'm. I'm looking at Ben here. Is it is the? It the is era? it the era? The era. Like the era. The era. The era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The era. Yeah. No, that's pretty. That's mm-hmm. pretty sweet too. Yeah. At least definitely coming around this year for sure. Yep. Yep. And we already know what you're shooting. But you just got target bow. Well, yeah, it's like a it's like a rental thing. A so rental it's thing. a, a t- and he's gonna end up with it. It uh, he's gonna take it from me. Yeah, yeah I don't know about that. It's Captain America. But it's a, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one's a it's a, it's a T- 30, TRX thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Thirty eight. Um, with the uh, the adjustable peep, trophy taker, like a lizard tongue. So it's not a fall away rest. Uh, it just it's a stationary. Okay. Um, rest and then the uh, what optic is? You got well. What I don't is remember. it? It's that blue one. I don't remember. It's, it's all new. It's so new to me that I don't. Yeah, uh, you just got that bow not too long ago. You no, know, right? Andrew, I thought he was going to say Shibuya, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. But my uh, yeah. the hunting is the we had the same hunting bow. Yeah, we had the thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah, um, that'll be the tack bow this year too. That'll be tack. Yeah, and I'm actually that's getting set. That's primarily what I'm focusing yeah. on right now. That's getting set up. Uh, going to build some new arrows. Yeah, uh, I had last year I went out. Uh, heavy like focs um, you gotta be light and fast man i'm backtrack man I, for attack yeah, i'm backtracking off attack yeah i'm going ultra light arrow fast i want to try to be under sub i want to be like sub 370 yeah just because like when you start some of those distances with that heavy yeah. foc i mean you pass 100 yards and your your optic mm-hmm. uh, that spot hog was already dialed and then you'd have to mm-hmm. hold at your bubble yeah. to get your 120 yard shot and that's a different and that, and one, that, that one elk that we shot at and we, we all <laughs> all oh of our gosh. arrows were laying right in front of it yeah we everyone <laughs> was just and you couldn't i couldn't have held the only way i could have held any better would have been using the bottom of my housing yeah which was a shot i had never attempted and so I, I just wasn't gonna take it, but I, I did the bottom of the bubble and still came up probably a yard yeah. short. Yeah. Is there? Um, I mean, I, I since I, I mean I'm shooting the, th- the 33, um, uh, 70 pound limbs, shooting the Ultra View scope, non magnified, just the hunting mm-hmm. scope mm-hmm. with the Tetra Max um, HHA Tetra sight, mm-hmm. and then. I just have a Hamsky Epsilon Rest. Ben and, ben and I basically have the same setup. Hamsky, Hamsky Epsilon Rest and the Hamsky Peep, Raptor Peep, right? Yeah, he's shaking his head. So, And then uh, I'm running the uh, Shrewd front and back. Shrewd. I can't think of the which one. Vantage. Vantage bars. <laughs> Excuse me. But I think for tack, like you said, I'm going to try to bump it up to the 75-pound mod yeah. to get a little bit of extra speed because really the 5 pounds isn't going to make that a huge bit of difference. But it's going to make it on the, on the speed side of yeah. it. It's going to really like going to 
if you could squeeze out like a 340 grain arrow. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. 75 <laughs> pound. You know, and I joked. And <laughs> Better I, leave that arrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, good. It's got some friction. And kind of going back to these guys, it's not so so critical in the spots because you're shooting your own your own setup. Mm-hmm. But is there any gamesmanship, if you will, on how you set up your arrows for a an ASA shoot or a 3D shoot? Because I had joked with Ben that I was going to start fletching my stuff with darker colored veins. Mm-hmm. So you know you can't. So you couldn't see. Yeah, so you couldn't follow uh, up. Your is there shot? any like? Not that this is super important conversation, but right. we're just sitting here bullshitting. But yeah, is yeah. that is that is there any like gamesmanship to that a little bit? Oh think? yeah. Is oh it, yeah. Me personally, no. Yeah. There's. there's oh, well, he wins though, so there, I'm going to take his word. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, in a, a 3D tournament, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm used to shooting spots. Sure. And so if you were going down there, and I don't. I don't care if it's a 10 or a 12 or whatever. If it's anything that I can see as a marker, you're using it. I'm using it. I'm going to, I'm going to be saying, I'm going to look at it with my binoculars and say, keep in mind, okay. he shoots with friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you've been used. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and they're, they're out there, they're trying to s- hit the center. Yeah. So if they've got anything, even I, I've had guys that do all black. Yeah. They'll go all black. Well, and then sometimes they'll forget about that bushing at the back of their arrow. Oh, when you're shooting like a 23. Oh, it's shiny. Yeah. It glistens yeah. in the it sun. Glist- yeah. It's just one little thing that yeah. I can catch in my eye that, you know, you use that. Well, yeah. and then you'll get guys that'll learn you did that, and the here same. comes a black magic marker, and uh, see if you use that anymore. Sure. Well, but there again, you know, if you can see well enough and you can use the, you know, it, you got to be first sometime. Yeah. So it's like being first. Yeah. Mm. But then I carry an arrow that's all blacked out. So when that guy that uses that black arrow on me and I'm up ahead of him, I pull the black <laughs> arrow out. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, tit for tat, you know, you just. When did I, I joked about that with you. When was. It was last week. Last week? Yeah. Was it last week? It was yeah. with the uh, archery hike. Archery hike. Yeah. 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 Because mm-hmm. we. How'd you like me calling him out about the the ten yard? <laughs> I I was scrambling to pull the video up when so we did this archery hike last year, which you guys should join. It's an outdoor three yeah. D. Yeah, uh, feeds the hunger. Like yeah, it's all great. He <laughs> so we give him a, well yardage. Everyone's taking their yardage. And it was a downhill shot, and he looks at me and he's like thirty six, and I literally had just come off my rangefinder, and I'm like, it was like forty six or like forty eight, and I was like. That's weird. But I was yeah. like, I'm thinking kind of at first. And at I had this already point, shot. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe he mentally was trying to mess me up. But then he looks over and like basically points at Ben. And I was like, yeah, 36, oh, wow. brother. Dude, he goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he just, <laughs> wow. It, it they is, did that to you? Yeah. Did you get that arrow back? Yeah, that was uh, and that wasn't the one that he broke. Yeah, no, but yeah, it went through. I mean, yeah, because what the hell? I was almost slow <laughs> to the game, but then once I realized what was happening, I was like, yeah, thirty six. This <laughs> wow. went off everything in between him and the target. That's yeah, awesome. it was great. It's a good time. Well, that I mean, that all kind of time, uh, you know comes back to the fact that you know shooting these ASA events or shooting these club shoots. You know, like when you guys showed up, you were shooting with. I mean, you're shooting a qualifier, but you're shooting with Pete. You're shooting with mm-hmm. your wife, and you're shooting with other friends. Mm-hmm. So you know, get out. You know, if you're turkey hunting, only lasts so long. You know, yeah, you got it's ASA. Be a short, quick window. Yeah, it's going to be a short window. You got ASA lasting basically the entire summer. Mm-hmm. You know, so get out and you know, try it. Yeah, you know, for see, sure. it's you a know, lot of fun. Yeah, you know, what, what's yeah. what's twenty dollars? You know, yep. to to go shoot a, a shoot or, you know, what's twenty dollars to go down to, you know, Lancaster and shoot down there with you boys and, 
you know, just to c- continue to mm-hmm. help, you know, hone those skills. Yep. Bring so, confidence. Yeah. To yeah. Oh, and, and you know, you, you get out with confidence. your buddies. I mean, that's the best thing, just getting out there and, yep. you know, and like you say, you know, trying to over overdo him or he overdoes yeah. you. And yeah, make, come up with your own score system. You yeah. don't have to follow the card at club shoots. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if you're going to just a club 3D shoot. You well, and it never does hurt, you know, okay, we'll do a dollar on this one. Yeah. Everybody throws a dollar mm-hmm. in. Okay. Now yeah, the nerves fun. come out. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of nerves, though, didn't you, before you guys went to Lancaster, you said you put – was it ten bucks or twenty bucks on the bail? Uh, it was a five spot. Or it was a five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple if you other people did start... high score bounty. We were pinning pinning money to the target. So, so there's this new kid in town, Mason. Well, Mason. I me- I mentioned him at the Lancaster. You shoot. did. How yeah. old? He's thirteen now. He started shooting at the shop last yeah. year. He started. He'd been. Yeah, this is only his second season. He he say. pulls out of his wallet a five, pins it. Didn't he take it off from yep. you guys? He yep. did. He shot yep. high score. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this kid is it. lights out. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got he's got ram balls. He's like, he, yeah, he's just so confident. He's got nerve, nerve. Yeah. Like he doesn't yeah. well or no nerve. Yeah, yeah. like he doesn't. Well, oh, little punk walked right in there, took our money. Like, he doesn't yeah. know any better. He doesn't know. I shouldn't any call him a punk. He's super polite. No, he's kid. super. Yeah, very yeah, polite. Super good kid. He's got he, good family. Good dad. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, raised well. You can yeah. tell. Yeah, his dad. Uh, his dad Ryan. He's a killer. Yeah, yeah. That dude drops some animals over. Is he? Yeah, over at Lancaster. He was my arrow killer. guy. He sat in the. He sat in my you coach's box. You can see him with oh, really? at Yeah, he was in yeah. my coach's box. We need to go back and watch that video. Yeah, we'll, when you watch that, remind me, Ben. We'll have to put some of the links up there to, to some of the shoots. Yeah, because uh, he uh, didn't. When you're walking in, didn't he tell you to switch? Yeah, switch boxes. Switch he boxes. Come in, yeah. They were yeah, out there talking. They were saying, "Okay, now this guy's getting good here." He said, "You need to kick him off your box." He's and, sharp. And he, he goes, is, he yeah. goes, he's on the left side. And I, I looked at him. I said, Mason, I wanted the left side. He said, well, good. That's, that's going to work. That's and I, he goes, I go, okay, now you got to go out. And he goes, I got to go out there. I said, yeah, yeah you're going to be in the coach's box. And he's yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> when I saw, and then he yeah. looks at me, he goes, what do I do? I said, you just coach me. Uh, all right. Yeah. So every time I'd turn around and get my arrows, he'd give me a thumbs up and you're doing good. You're doing good. Yeah. But right. how cool of an, how cool of an experience is that for him? No, oh, yeah. I mean like if, like again, this is yeah. all inclusive. Going to these shoots, going to the shot like spot shoots locally. Yeah. It's you're going to get multiple generations and it's just fun to see to, to build that camaraderie. Like yeah. you said, his dad's there. I mean, we've we've all known yeah, other shooters. Yeah, and his grandpa was there too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they all come. And the whole family. Yeah, and that's it, awesome. Yeah, so you get there and you have multiple generations yeah. on the shoot, like at a line on the shoot, yeah. and it's everyone's and, just helping each other. And out. he tried, he tried out that he shot that year or just this last year or mm-hmm. this last. He did, yeah, and only missed it by a couple three three guys. Yeah, and that's the first time he's he ever been to one. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he did. He beat you by four points or something, didn't he? I don't. What was his? I, I, I think know. I looked I at the, I had to screen, I screenshotted it. Was it? Yeah, four I points? think it was four points. Hey, man, that kid. He's <laughs> just it. like prodigy. I tell you, last year, you know, he had a couple flashes of yeah. being good, and this year, it's he's been just the like whole year. Yeah. I'm gonna need your money. He, he's won <laughs> multiple weeks in a row. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's good. He's won the shoot down uh, at, at least once, a couple times now. Yeah, I think twice this year. You two went into a shoot down. Yeah, we shot. 15 in yeah. 15 extra shop. ends that's yeah. the whole shop shoots down for one pot at the end yeah <clears throat> for the for the 
Shoot We're gonna have to, get, I'll have to. I'll have to check him out. I haven't. I've he's, never. He's seen great. Him. His dad. Yep. He's on great, Tuesdays. Yeah. On Tuesdays. Tuesdays yep. Super smart too. Uh, his dad's teaching him well. His dad's got him in the garage doing. You know, they're doing aero builds and they're doing yeah. all the Bowtech. They got a Hooter shooter and they're That's learning awesome. all the stuff. So he's his knowledge of the game at his age yeah. is like superior. Yeah. Superior. Yeah, he'll his, he'll know how to build that bow. To fit him, yeah. yeah, to make it shoot yes. at its best. And he's not going to have a crutch, or he's not going to have that. Uh, you know, a lot of us we have to learn so much. I'm still learning so much mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and I'm I'm 40 mm-hmm. and I've been shooting archery for years, and you know, I still learn all the time watching YouTube videos. And oh like, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, you know, and he's he's well, came he's, so long, but far. he's coming in the shop. That's how he's learning too. Like not only yeah. his his dad, but his dad's growing up at the shop. Mm-hmm. Yep. and it's like he's coming in. Asking Kurt, asking you. Yep. I mean, I don't have much knowledge to give him, really none at all. But uh, as long as he's doing his push-ups, hey, right. you still working out? That's, that's solid it. advice. And then so he's like, <laughs> I did. He's like, I did thirty-five this morning. That's you're like, solid. great. That's yeah. solid. Yeah, I love it. It's all inclusive. How, How many fun push-ups for, can you do? Like five. Five? Yeah. Come on, yeah. Andrew. Uh, dude, well, better than five. Let's get it after. Kurt, it when's the last time you did a push-up? Uh, the last time I could straighten my wrist. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. Kurt and, and Eric both, thank you mm-hmm. both for being here today. Oh, you're you welcome. You, and, uh, you know, it's great to have you guys on. It's not every day we get to talk to someone who's been in a position that you're in. And, thank uh, you. you know, congratulations again. Yes, congratulations, and, uh, Kurt. You know, we, uh, the check. To see the check. That's yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. I we think should I have just, brought it. You know, oh, we should no, have brought it. I hung it up it, out it, there at Fairfield Outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Next time we go up on the Friday, we'll have to make sure we get a picture of you with the check. So. Again, thank you both for, you know, for taking the time. Andrew, thanks for setting this up. You know, it's um it's been great. You know, the one thing takeaway I think anyone can take is go out there and shoot your damn bow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just and, shoot. And bring yep. your family. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have, so. fun. have fun doing it. Yeah, have enjoy fun. it. Yeah. Practice, yep. enjoy it, and just yep. get the reps. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thank You're you. Welcome. All right, everyone. That is all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed that conversation with Kurt and Eric. It's not every day someone local to us wins a national event like the Lancaster Archery Classic, and we were super glad Kurt was able to come in and share his experience with us. Also, if you enjoyed the conversation about the Ohio ASA shoots, head over to our show notes where we have all the information for this year's events. As always, we appreciate you listening, and until next time, enjoy the pursuit.